Hey, for all of those worrying about getting new patients, new patients, new patients, new patients, new patients, this episode is perfect for you. This, my friends, could save you a lot of heartache by chasing that pretty girl, that new patient that you probably don't need. So if I'm you, I listen up on this episode because it might actually transform the way you build your practice. It might transform how you look at your practice. It might make you rethink actually what level of service are you actually giving. As a hint, your customer experience has nothing to do with your charging station or the beanbag chairs or the cup of coffee that you give them. It's based on one simple factor. We talk about it in this episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. So I want to apologize in advance for the example that I'm going to use. I think um, it's a very hard example to talk about. There are people out there, you know, very close to you, very close to me that have been, you know, afflicted with this, but I really do want to prove a point. So please stay with me through the example. And I think it will be uh, relevant. So imagine someone in your family, God forbid, had cancer. And when you get that diagnosis, obviously it's, it's shocking. And, you know, the first thing you think about is how long do I have? Like, how bad is this? What, what can happen? What's going to happen with my family? I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. And then you go to your doctor and after you go do all your testing and you run through the tests, uh, they bring you back in and they sit you down and they say to you, listen, John, you want the good news or the bad news? Well, give me the bad news first. The bad news is going to be a lot of work. Okay. What's the good news? The good news is if you follow exactly what I say and you do follow the plan to a T, there's a 98% chance you're going to come out of this on the other side and life is going to go on like nothing ever happened. All right. Well, that's good news. So tell me the plan. Well, the plan, John, is that you're going to have to do chemo for the next 12 weeks, twice a week. You're going to have to do radiation after that once a week for eight weeks after that. And then once you finish that, you're going to be coming in once a week for checkups for the rest of the year. Here are the signs and symptoms that we're looking for. Here's the blood work that we're looking for. So long as those are matching what we need, my expectation is that after a year, you are going to be good to go. And that's how I expect it to happen. We've seen many people like this in the past and almost without fail, every single one gets absolutely incredible results. Now, John, I'm going to warn you. The people that haven't got the results that I'm talking about are the ones that don't follow through with the plan. And so all I need you to do, I need you to be here. I need you to show up. I need you to make sure that you're on time for your appointments. I know it's going to be challenging. I know you have other things going on, but you know, we're dealing with life and death here. And so long as you do what we ask, so long as you fulfill your end of the bargain, you're going to be just fine. No guarantee, but I like our chances. You're going to make me look really good as a doctor right now. How does that sound? If I'm a patient in that situation after facing some of the worst news that I could, the end of that conversation, I'm feeling really good. Why am I feeling good? I understand exactly what lies in front of me. I understand that the only thing I have to do is show up. And then from that point on, they're going to take care of the rest. There's very clear expectations. 
There was no, let's do four chemotherapy treatments and see how it goes. There was no, we'll see what happens. There was no, oh, if you drop off, it's okay. There was none of that. There was a very clear plan. It wasn't mean. It wasn't negative. There was just very clearly defined expectations. And you know what? If you follow what we ask you to do and you follow our recommendations, we expect, we expect you to have a really good outcome. If I'm a patient in that situation, I'm liking my chances. And you know what? I really feel confidence. I leave that place ready to go. I know it's not going to be easy. I know it might be expensive. I know it might be insurance. I know I might have to change my life for a while. I know it might be inconvenient. I know all of these things, but you know what? I have clarity and I got a freaking chance. I believe that 99% of patients in that situation, they would follow the, they would follow, they would have confidence in their doctor. They would follow the plan, even though it isn't going to be easy even though they're going to have uh, troubles along the way, they know that the outcome they're looking for to live the rest of their life, but like almost like this never happened, is very, very possible. And so I start with that story because one of the main concerns I have in our profession with rehab chiropractors, because those are the people I talk to the most, is that there's a part of us that we feel so low on the totem pole, and we have such lack of self-confidence and belief in actually what we're doing and the value we're providing, that we have zero confidence. We don't recommend anything to a patient. And we just accept and expect that people won't follow what we are going to do. I understand that we are not curing cancer. However, we are not a circus. This is not the mall. You don't just show up when you want to show up. This is not entertainment. Maybe you all don't believe the same thing I do, but I believe that when patients come to our office, we can absolutely change their life. And so when we start to look at where we see cracks in your business, where the hole in the bucket is, everybody, everybody, everybody believes the hole in the bucket is new patients. Almost without fail, When I work with practices, when I see businesses, the biggest thing they lack is not new patients. It's actually getting their patients to do what they prescribe and recommend it. So someone asked me a few weeks ago, um, what what would be acceptable as far as, uh, you know, drop-offs or or did-not-shows or people not back on the schedule and things of that nature? You know, basically, if people come to see you, um, how often would you expect in a good practice for them to see the plan through and see them do it, do what you're looking for? And I'll be honest with you. I was almost taken aback by the question. I've never sat here and said that we do everything perfectly in our practices because we don't, we don't do everything perfect. But that question right there has never become even a topic. We don't even measure it. Let me say that again. Drop-offs, people that don't finish their plans, like we don't even measure that in our practice because it isn't a statistic. In the last three years, I believe that we've had two people drop off of their plans. That's not an exaggeration. We've had two people drop off of their plans. So when you ask me how many, I guess it's two. I don't know what that percentage is, but we don't even measure it because it's not a thing. That would be like asking us to calculate how many breaths we take in a day. Like it just doesn't, ha- like we just do it. You just breathe. 
We just get patients to finish their plan. It's just how it works. And so if you guys are, are asking or looking at, you know, what's acceptable when a new patient comes in that they say yes to care and they drop off after three, after five, after six, and we prescribe 12, like we have a huge problem in your business, massive problem. Now, the good news is it's fixable, but let's just understand. I, my expectation is no one, zero. One a year is too many. And quite frankly, our team was pissed recently when we had someone drop off, pissed. I'm glad. It's so uncommon in our practice. It's like, where's Waldo? Like, that doesn't happen. What the hell is going on here? Now, there's a lot of excuses as to why this will happen. So it's funny. When people have a lot of drop-offs, they'll say, oh, yeah, we're really expensive, so a lot of people can't afford it. And then you hear at the other end, oh, we're personal injury, so a lot of people don't value the care. And it's like, oh, we're insurance, and the insurance ran out. Everyone has an excuse as to why people drop off the schedule. And all I'm going to ask you is this. If it actually meant something to them, Going back to our cancer example, how many of those people do you think drop off the schedule? Not many, probably zero. Because if they have a plan and they have confidence that you're going to be able to execute that plan, I just don't believe they're going to drop off. And so if you bring new patients in and you work really hard to get these people into the door, whether it's paid ads, whether it's paying with your time to go do events and things like that, and you're letting them drop off or they don't see the value in your care, We have a huge problem in your business. That is the biggest, massive, most leaky bucket ever. And if Justin was buying your practice or investing in your practice, under no circumstance are we putting any more money or time into marketing until we fix this problem. Now, a lot of people that listen to us are cash-based, and we'll talk about that in a second. But actually, you know who has the biggest problem with this is the ones who are lower cost or insurance. Why? Because a lot of the people that have insurance practices have so much volume that they don't even worry about this statistic. That people come and go all the time, but they don't really calculate it because they get so many new patients that it just makes up for that. For me, if I'm going into a practice that's in network or a high volume practice, the biggest arbitrage for me is figuring out how to keep those people. Imagine if you get 30, 40 new patients a month. And right now, less than you know, 50%, 60% stay through a 12-visit care plan. Your PVA is six and you prescribe 12. Right? That's a massive opportunity. We're talking double the practice. And all it takes is communication. And I know I can fix that so long as people want to fix it. But if I go into that practice, under zero circumstance, are we adding money to marketing? We're just putting lipstick on a pig at that point. More new patients that can fall off. Leaky bucket. I would rather have less patients and get better outcomes. Now, let's talk about the outcomes. All of us want to provide high-value service, evidence-informed, based, whatever the hell you all call it at this point, biocycle, social, I don't even know anymore. It's, there's, everyone's got their own name for it. It's wild. Um, but if you are trying to actually help people and get results with people, therefore, they refer friends and have a wow experience If they are not completing their plan with you, if they're not going on the journey with you and seeing it through, that is not going to happen. And so let's just say you're a referral-based practice. Well, do you expect to get more referrals from people that have seen the plan through and actually trust what you say and work their way through? Do you think they'll refer? I'd hope so. Or the person that drops off after three because you're, quote, expensive or because uh, they got busy or because they found someone cheaper, which I know is happening. Or even worse, for some of you guys out there, you don't even know why. You just accept that 70% of people complete their plan and 30% don't. 
I think that's unacceptable. 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 If you're a doctor's office, which we are, if you're a medical provider, which we are, and you have people that are not seeing their plan through with your recommendation, we got to go and we, we got to fix this. They do not respect you. They do not respect you. Imagine being a parent. It's like bedtime is 930 and every day your kid goes to bed at midnight. Like w- there's a lack of respect. There's a lack of communication. There's a, uh, there's a, there's a problem here. There's a defiance going on. That is something that needs to be addressed. If you prescribe 12 and your PVA is three, we have an issue, folks. We have an issue. Some of you guys, you know, this will probably hit home with our rehab chiros. You know, even though we're not crazy people, a lot of us are like, you know, do we always need the medication and what the deal, what's the deal with pharma? Like a lot of us feel that way. I think it's a pretty normal thing, especially where we are in the world. But I, I can tell you my story. When I, had, um, when I had my wisdom teeth pulled out, I finished uh, getting the wisdom teeth out and the guy's like, all right, I'm going to write you a script for Percocet. And I'm like, you know what? I, I, I prefer not to have the Percocet. And he's like, oh, I'll write it for you anyway. So he gave me Percocet and Tylenol. So give me more rather than less. But you know what? Like I respected the fact that he, that he did the work on my teeth. But when I left there, I didn't listen to him to take the Percocet because I didn't feel like I needed it. And I didn't. I didn't do what he prescribed because I was skeptical. Let me say that again. I didn't do what he prescribed because I was skeptical. I happened to be right. I didn't need it. But the point is that I was skeptical of his advice. If I thought that he was giving me good advice, I would take his advice. So when you have patients that are dropping off, when you prescribe 12 and they're doing three, when you prescribe six and they're doing two, when you prescribe 24 and they're doing eight and they drop off for whatever reason because of family vacations or because their kid's sick or because they have work or because whatever other reason they're dropping off of your prescription, there's not a level of respect there. There's not clear expectations set on the front end. They're not treating you like a doctor. They're bailing on you. This is a red flag for me, folks. So before you go out and try to get new patients, before you invest money in marketing, before you post 18 times on social media, before you call me and say, I need new patients, which everyone does, and then we end up finding that this is the problem, take a look. Take a look at your practice. Take a look at your business. And for you guys out there that haven't started your practice yet, this is where you fall into the old BS out there from the, from the old practitioners. How many new patients? How many new patients? How many new patients? How many new patients? Well, Mr. Smith, Dr. Smith, if you got three new patients that each stayed for three visits, that's nine sessions, or you got one new patient that stayed for 12, I'd rather just get one new patient and stay for 12 because that person that comes in one time uh, and is a new patient and stays for 12, I've got a better shot with developing a relationship with, getting them to refer, getting a better outcome, create a wow experience, and then they can refer. You know, I heard some people in the past talk about customer experience or patient experience and building out that in their practice. I don't really have any idea. And I honestly don't care what you're doing. Like, don't tell me what you're doing. Tell me what your uh, PVA is. More importantly, tell me what your percentages of completed plans of care. If your completed plans of care is the number you're prescribing, then we know the customer experience is right. By the way, that's the, the, the statistic that I use in our practice. So I don't work in person in either of our practices. The one stat that I look at to see the internal experience is do people finish their plans of care? If people finish what is prescribed, I know the customer experience is great. 
That's all I need to know. And if they're not, and if it goes down and we have more people dropping off or canceling, I got to go in and fix this because that's the problem. I don't care if you have a coffee bar. I don't care if you have a charging station. I don't care if you have beanbags or a ping pong table or your, your admin smiles. If you're having people drop off care, all of that is BS. None of it's irrelevant. Those are nice additions. That is not exactly what has to happen. That is a huge red flag. So don't tell me about all the bells and whistles in your practice. Don't tell me about new paint on the walls. Don't tell me about the new equipment you just bought. Don't tell me about the new kettlebells. Don't tell me about the seminar and course you just took. Just show me that people are finishing their plans. If they're doing that, the rest is completely irrelevant. To recap, so if you started your practice, first thing we look at is, are people doing what I prescribed? Next question, am I even prescribing anything? And then if you haven't started yet, what a lesson to learn. There's a lot of people that we've helped make a lot of money by fixing this problem. But you know what? Before they started with us, they were bleeding money. And so if you haven't started your practice yet, man, what a great time to learn this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.